Welcome, friends, to the Eat, Pray, Run podcast. I'm your host, Darina Lazo Gilmore Young. And for the last four weeks, we have been exploring the theme rejoice and how we are called to rejoice in all things. These are four bonus episodes that I have prepared for you. Rejoicing isn't always easy when you've been waiting or suffering for a long time. In 2022, I've learned that rejoicing and grieving are often woven together in our daily lives. Today, we are going to explore what it looks like to rejoice as we wait for the coming Savior, Emmanuel. Welcome to the Rejoice Advent Devotional, Part 4. Have you ever had to wait a really long time for something? I have to admit that waiting is not my favorite. Whether we are waiting for test results, for our teenager to come home, or for reconciliation to happen with that friend, waiting holds weight. Imagine with me how the prophetess Anna felt about waiting. There are only a few sentences that reveal Anna's connection to the Christ child in Luke chapter 2, but there's much we can glean from these verses about waiting. Anna married young, but was widowed after seven years of marriage. Her family was from the tribe of Asher, which means face of God. After her husband died, Luke tells us Anna never left the temple. Anna waited for decades to see the face of God. She spent her days worshiping, fasting, and praying. The widow Anna's life is a powerful example of active and hopeful waiting. As it says in Isaiah 40, verse 31, our strength is renewed when we wait for God. In Hebrew, the word kava means to wait or to hope. The word kav comes from the word for cord. When you pull a cord tight, you feel the tension in it. And so there is both tension and expectation in our waiting. One of my favorite Christmas carols is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, which dates back to the 12th century. This is a song to sing in the tension of our waiting. The first verse says this, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. These words help us imagine what the early Israelites must have felt as they yearned for the Messiah who was promised in Scripture. They were captives, slaves, and exiles waiting for a Savior. The prophet Isaiah talks about Emmanuel, who is God with us, paying the ransom only he can pay in Isaiah 8, verse 8. Many anticipated the coming of this Savior. They waited through dark nights and uncertain times. They waited when the future looked bleak, when the enemy drew near and loved ones were snatched by death. They waited an incredibly long time. But many, like Anna, sang and prayed and worshiped and believed. People like Elizabeth and Zachariah, Mary and Joseph, the wise men from the East, and a man named Simeon who blessed Jesus in the temple. They were the ones chosen to bear witness to the coming of Jesus, the light and salvation of the world. They saw the face of God. The Christmas season and Advent are built around waiting with hope. We are sitting in the tension of the now and the not yet. We are anticipating the birth of Jesus celebrated on December 25th. And we are also looking to the future when Jesus will return again. 
This is our living hope and God's embodied love for each of us. My heart soars every time I sing the chorus to that familiar carol. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. These words serve as a reminder, like the brightest star in the night sky, that our Savior is coming. Our strength rises as we wait. going to read the three scripture passages that go along with this Advent devotion week three. We're going to start by reading Luke chapter 2 verses 22 to 38 and this is in the English Standard Version. Let's lean in together to these words. And when the time came for the purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word for my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the gentiles and for glory to your people israel and his father and mother marveled at what was said about him and simeon blessed them and said to mary his mother behold this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day and coming up at that very hour she began to give thanks to god and to speak to him to all who were waiting for the redemption of jerusalem now we're going to flip over to matthew chapter 2 verses 1 through 12 the visit of the wise men Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born a king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. 
they told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. And then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. And then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Now we're going to look at our final scripture today, which is from the book of Revelation, chapter 7, verses 9 through 12. After this, I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Friends, I want you to consider these three reflection questions after we have heard the devotion as well as these scripture passages. How would you describe Anna's posture toward waiting? What are you waiting for today? Do you think it's possible to rejoice while we wait? What might that look like for you? much for joining me for week four of the Rejoice Advent Devotion. I've also prepared a PDF version of this devotional if you would like to print it out. I know some people like to underline and engage with the text on paper, and so I wanted to make that available to you as well. You can just hop over to my website, darinagilmore.com backslash subscribe, and if you sign up there for my Glorygram, which is my weekly word of encouragement and resources that I send out, you will automatically get all four weeks of Rejoice Advent Devotional delivered gently to your inbox and the direct links to all the audio versions as well. And I've also curated a bonus playlist of music 
around the theme rejoice. So as you have people gather in your home this week, or maybe you have a quiet moment in the morning, or you find yourself running errands or cooking, you can just press play and allow these songs to help you reflect further on this theme rejoice. Consider it a gift from my home to yours. Friends, I'm so glad you were able to be with me today and for these last several bonus episodes. It's not too late to go back and listen to some of the other Advent episodes if you missed any. I just wanted you to know that I'm taking a break from the podcast for the spring semester as I am working on a new writing project and I'm excited to announce that I just signed a contract with InterVarsity Press to write a Bible study on the theme, Reclaiming Ruth, Discovering God's Heart for the Vulnerable, which is something that I've had on my heart for the last several years. So I'm super excited about this project. I covet your prayers and I would love to stay in touch with you more personally. So if you sign up for my Glorygram, that's one way that we can connect. I also am on Instagram at Darina Gilmore and I update there almost every day. So it's a great way to kind of keep track of each other. And this is the conclusion of the four bonus Advent episodes of the Eat, Pray, Run podcast. Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year, friends. So grateful for you.